0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Not Without My Sister, with me, Beatrice McCabe, and you, Rosemary McCabe, shaking her head no. in amazement at no. the in- amazing no. presenter voice I no, just no. have.
1: I'm going to have to do it. You sound like you're presented the Great British Bake Off, in, oh. but like really annoying.
0: Oh, what's wrong
1: with that? You sound, like, you sound like when they do like an Irish spin-off for celebrities and everyone's like, oh, this is so annoying. I am Irish.
0: That was, you're the one with the no fake Irish way. accent.
1: <sighs> okay. <laughs> Third time's the charm, I'm doing the intro. I thought that was fine. I bet you did. It wasn't.
0: So today we're going to talk about breakups and how embarrassing Rosemary ha- no. embarrassingly oh. Rosemary has behaved during breakups.
1: <laughs> no, we're going to talk about the agony of breakups. Oh yeah, okay. How difficult they are, how to get through them. My my personal coping methods involve a lot of food, basically. I,
0: mine, I eat my feelings. mine involves just being extremely sober. <laughs> I've never actually been broken up with. You'll be surprised. Either. I was told you were going to say, I've never actually been sober. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be highly inaccurate. Okay, I've never actually been broken up with. You've never been broken up no, with? No, never. I feel like people, I mean, they just, once they get, you know, once I start going out with them, this one, it's. Once called, you pop, you me just start not stop. <laughs> Of course I've been broken up With numerous times Oh
1: thank god I Once I can actually serious.
0: Once... Like also I just thought You
1: were You'd gone mad But I was like I distinctly <laughs> remember Her being broken up with Several times No should you not remember That
0: time I broke up With my first serious boyfriend And you brought in me college. with you in the, To the pub and Kill What? Oh I brought you with me When I had to go And meet up with him again Oh No do you remember I broke up with... Well I didn't break up with him He broke up with me He was It turns out He was cheating on me And there was lots of Other shenanigans going on But I mean He I should have known, like, this is the same guy with whom I went to a house party. We lived in, I lived in Kilkenny at the time, went to a house party. And, yeah, you know, we went with all our friends. And halfway through the night, I was like, where is, you know, X? And they're like, oh, uh, I think he's outside. I think we saw him go outside. I go outside. There he is rolling around the back garden in the grass with this girl who I'd been chatting to that night. Yeah, I mean... We did break up. We had a we had a brief hiatus where we broke up. But basically, what it meant was he was fine and lived his life, and I languished in floods of tears, listening to Khalees at top volume. I hate you so much right now in my bedroom. I remember it every time I hear that song. I'm like, I do oh hate god. you. Yeah, in my tiny bedroom. Eventually, my flatmate, my one of my flatmates, was like, "Could you could you play a different song?" Pathetic. Oh my god! Hang on a second. Did you break up with him
1: after that moment at the house party?
0: Yeah. Yeah I okay, stormed home good. I walked home Even though like It was miles away I walked home in the pitch dark Oh there's nothing there's The, the yeah. indignity of like yeah. my eyes storming out. away From somewhere But then like Orchestrated a meet up And like convinced him To get back with me About six weeks later Pathetic Like actually pathetic Where was my self-respect Nowhere There was none Didn't exist at the time Ended up getting back together With him Turned, So I mean But for, it was never the same That's kind of half the problem You know when you get back With somebody again yeah. In my experience It's never been the same It was never It, it was always something Something was broken after that. I mean, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and then book. it's called A Breakup because it's broken. And then what happened then? Oh, maybe he broke up with me on the phone, I'm now thinking. Oh, no, I know what it was. I was supposed to be going out to some big party. And he called me that night to say he wouldn't be coming. And he lived in Kilkenny. I was now living back at home because I was finishing my fourth year of college. And he called me to tell me he wouldn't be coming and he didn't want to go out with me anymore. And I was like, I was getting ready to go. I was literally waiting for him to pull up in the car so we were both going to go. And forgot about that. How long had you been dating for? Like over a year, wasn't it? Like a year and a half, yeah. I mean, it was very serious in my mind, right? We'd lived together and everything for a couple of months. No, but that's that's a long... Like no matter what age you are, that's a long time to date somebody. If you were in America, you would have been married
1: by then. At the age of 20. Actually, that's true. And he was... Well, he was
0: just probably my first serious boyfriend. Actually, he was my first boyfriend ever, wasn't he? (laughs) He was my first serious boyfriend. I don't think anybody ever like even... Gave me a kiss on the lips before he that. He definitely
1: wasn't the first man you imagined as your boyfriend. But he was the first man
0: who was what aware of it. What is that supposed to, to mean? I'm like, who? to whom are you referring? Don't want well, like, unnamed. To which unnamed individual are you referring?
1: Liam, beep this out. You totally imagined he was your boyfriend. Like, you were dying for him to be your boyfriend. You were dying
0: for him There's for that a, to turn into boyfriend. Okay. Girlfriend. Bleep bleep. <laughs> was absolutely. Bleep bleep. Yeah. Bleep bleep was absolutely not my boyfriend There's a difference between having a crush on somebody And like an unrequited romance No That's but totally I mean different. I feel
1: like you were imagining Dawson and Joey style that it was going to happen
0: So what? It never did yeah, and but... he wasn't my first boyfriend He was never my okay. boyfriend This was okay. my first ever boyfriend I can't even believe you God I could That is just That's too much Anyway and then he didn't turn up. He broke up with me we now via phone. I'm just remembering having told you a little while ago that I never got broken up with via phone or via text or ever. And what happened then? Oh, and then months of me just because I used to go into into N C A D in the morning in Dublin, and then get you entered the, train. the uh,
1: Beverly Night phase.
0: Oh my God, I did. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Oh my
2: God. Shoulda, <laughs> woulda, shoulda, woulda, coulda means I'm out of time. Shoulda, woulda, coulda can't change my mind And And I wonder, wonder what I'm gonna do Shoulda, woulda, coulda are the last words of a fool you used yeah, to listen to that, dead, right? On, oh
1: Repeat. my gosh, As you were like stitching, Max volume, stitching as you were and stitching crying leather bits onto your stitching final year project,
0: yeah, stitching and crying. My eyes—I I mean, no wonder those that those lines were a bit jaggedy. I could barely see through the flood's tears. Anyway, I remember I used to go into the train in the morning, and I would get on the train, drive down to the train station, get on the train, lean my head if I had a, if I had a window against the window, and cry. All the way into Houston. Oh pathetic. And the train. Yeah, pathetic. I couldn't help it. Like it was it was the kind of crying where you know you're like you're not even crying, but tear like water is liquid is just leaking out of your eyes. You know that? Like you can't even stop it. You're just like you're just leaking. No? I'm
1: I'm horrified by this. I cried on public transport after a breakup once, bawling my head off. And this woman leaned leaned over to me in the loose and went, I
0: ah, love, he's not worth it. Well, that's nice. Well, A, nobody bothered to talk to me because as you told me now, when I cry, I'm angry. You do have an angry cry face. But I mean, I don't know. I feel like I wasn't even, I wasn't even actively crying. My face was just existing and water was just rolling down my cheeks. terrifying
1: like a horror movie, so I'm not surprised nobody was saying anything.
0: Oh. They're like, that girl's eyes are leaking. She's not even crying. And I actually, I remember going, I will never recover. I will never be happy again.
1: I don't really know what happened. I got over it at some point. But that's actually, I think that's the hardest thing about a breakup is that... I remember one of my friends broke up with her then boyfriend and they've been dating for about seven years and they broke up kind of out of nowhere. And I remember she was just so heartbroken and we all went for lunch one day. We were all kind of trying to not like like obviously just trying to say the right thing. You just know trying I mean? to be there, yeah. Yeah. So you're kind of going, This isn't gonna last forever. Like you will feel better. You know, you'll like you know, things will get better, you're not gonna feel like this. And she just was like like I you know, I hear what you're saying, but I don't. It doesn't feel true. And like, we were all getting very frustrated because she was like, I am going to be heartbroken forever. And you're like, well, we can't say anything else. And also you're not. Yeah. But it's so hard to see out of it when you're in that moment.
0: But there are people like there are people I've broken up with or have been. There are people who I no longer am with. Right. Because obviously I'm only with one person now. But of all the people I'm no longer with, some of them I look back and I go, why was I ever with them? Other ones I look back and go, thank God. And other ones I look back and I still have like a sense of fondness or what happened mm. you know it's very different like I, I think that there are some ones you totally are over from like in six months later you're like thank god we're not even together I'm totally yeah, over yeah. this and I moved on and life's gro- you know life's fine and I think there's always a sense of it wasn't meant to be but some of them you kind of go maybe it was meant to be and you know what happened
1: yeah yeah I mean like I think some breakups like I, I dated a guy for three years from when I was in college, and then kind of after college, who oh yeah, three years, yeah, oh my God, yeah, we did it for three years, and I remember we broke up he he was from Galway, and I'm obviously from Kildare, but pretend I'm from Dublin, and I was working <laughs> I was working at the Irish <laughs> Times while we were dating, and he got a job in Dublin, he was doing engineering. And he moved up and he rented a place in Ternura. We decided we wouldn't live together because we were like, it's better for him to try and kind of make some friends and get a bit of independence. I don't really know why. Desperate, like, sensible. I know. I don't know why we didn't just move in together. I think, like,
0: like I mom mean, was really like... I mean, between this, like, you were, you were 14 dating the 24-year-old and then now you finally have a boyfriend you've been dating for two years and you're like, why don't you live on the other side of the, of the town from me?
1: I think we now need to address 14 dating the 24-year-old because we touched on that and then got entirely sad... It seems like an
0: inappropriate um, analogy, Rosemary.
1: What we touched oh, on that? <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned it in in one of our last episodes, and we got quite a few messages, basically going, "How could you mention that and then not go into it?" Did we? Yeah. Well, I did. Oh. Maybe people just don't message you; that oh, Potentially, potentially. Yeah. Well, no, but I mean, I just respond to everybody, so they well, know maybe it's because it was about you as well. Anyway, yeah. So, probably. but I mean, it wasn't really a big deal. I think, like, no. So, like, I dated this guy for maybe like three
0: weeks. Maybe It's probably a little bit longer well, I mean I Well I have I have never heard of it Before recently So I mean it can't have been Too serious
1: But you told you, you were in the house When he was there I was not I have No I was not I have zero recollection of this Okay you having We all know You having zero <laughs> recollection Does not no, I mean do not, you not I, I there. do
0: not I never met this person you I never. Meet him you were... I never met him you were living, Beatrice, I was six, to, I was
1: 14, so you were 20, right? So you yeah. were in the country. I didn't live there. I lived in Rathmines at that point. No, I'm you were to home because I remember nope, he I'm came. Oh Mom. my God, you can That's a fiver. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's tenner actually. <laughs> he came and stayed in the house when he had that really bad cold. And I just remember him staying in the house for two nights. You were de- you were definitely there. Okay. And he spent the whole time going, oh, just the weather here is so bad. Boring. The weather here is so bad. If in South Africa,
0: the weather is so much better. Of course, I have
1: a cold. It's the weather. You just spent the whole time
0: giving out. But he was gorgeous. But you were going through like your angsty teen years, so you were probably giving out about everything. He's right. The weather is rubbish. we <laughs> were like, I want to go to Killed South Africa. Is crap.
1: I want to go to yeah, South Africa. With he's this right. Hunk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hunk. but like you know, recently I asked mom and dad, basically, like, what were you? I mean, not to victim blame. <laughs>
0: like, what were you at l- yep. letting your daughter date this twenty four year old? And the two of them were just like, "Sure, what could we do?" What I mean, has anybody ever met you? Like, any it's true. I'm sure it would just like not be worth the headache. They could have not allowed him to come and stay. But, in I mean, the they house, allowed him. when he not, they, had this terrible cold. Well, Mom probably felt sorry for him. She, she probably was it. like, "Oh, well, somebody needs to I think look after dying him." She was trying to make him some soup. Yeah, exactly. She probably made him some soup. I'm sure. I, mean, I think it was all very innocent and chaste, right? T E. <laughs> he he was very chaste, E D. And it was very chaste, T.E. Yeah, I mean, if he was no offense, but like, how did you end up with them? And I mean that quite nicely. No, Beatrice, I have no idea because, like,
1: <laughs> I think at the time I was, I like, I thought I was very mature, and like, I obviously just thought he saw something in me. He obviously did. But like, I look at photographs of myself Soup. now, and I'm like, I don't really know why. Do you, yeah, he obviously just saw like <laughs> a free ticket to Soupville. <laughs> He was like, he was like, I think I'm coming down with something. I'll start dating this girl because her mom's nice, exactly. <laughs> and I'll go and get looked after fiber. for a few weeks. Oh god. And I mean, to like to be honest, I
0: can't even remember. I think,
1: I mean, I was, I was going to say I can't remember who broke up with who. I presume he broke up with me because I can't imagine I would have been breaking up. Not with him. necessarily.
0: I mean, you did say he was an extreme complainer, so you oh, might have broken up. He was an extreme complainer him. and he was a
1: total bore. But it, I'm really shallow and he honestly was very good looking. <laughs> like he looked just shallow. like Ben Affleck. Oh. But at the time, Ben Affleck was a bit of a heartthrob. Oh. Like ben, ben Affleck as a young fella, not with that oh. big tattoo on his rosemary. Chest, no, I never, I never liked. Car.
0: No, I never. I always thought he had a big, bit of a lunk of a head. It was wasn't a what? attractive. A lunk, a, a bit of a lunk of a head. Like it's just that's a word. Is It that is. a word? Horrible. it's a word. Lunk. Yes, it's a word. Yes, it's a word. <laughs> I need to look this up right
1: now. I need to look this lunk lunk up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so back to the back to the breakups. So you don't remember who broke up with who. So that's.
1: I don't remember who broke up with him, but sorry. Back to my boyfriend oh, yeah, yeah, in college yeah. mm-hmm. when it was actually a slightly significant breakup. Not basically, there is no story with the twenty-four-year-old except for like it was incredibly creepy. I don't know why he was dating a fourteen-year-old. Well, it doesn't
0: sound incredibly creepy. It actually sounds incredibly innocent, it was incredibly boring, but incredibly like, weird. Like maybe he weird. was. I I think he was really lonely. I was like, going to say maybe he was a little bit like naive in his personality because the fact that he found a 14 year old so thrilling, like 24, you could have been doing lots of other more exciting things than hanging out with you up in Uchtarad-Straff and no fence.
1: Very smart. And I was very smart then, you know. Okay. Very- okay. Moving okay. on. So, so my college boyfriend, we dated for three years. He moved up to Dublin and then the recession happened and he was doing engineering. So he was working as an engineer. He, he got let go and he went back to Galway to live with his dad and got a job then in a company in Galway. And so we were doing the long distance thing. Oh yeah, and then he really wanted to move to Australia. Yeah, and I was kind of half thinking of going with him, like for
0: a year. You know what I mean? To go. You into were not a... remotely thinking of going with him. I imagined I was thinking of going with okay. him, but I'd also got this, this was, job. Uh, was this before or after you were going to Syria for the war reporting? <laughs>
2: It was after. Your eyes squandered. I'm sorry, I'm
0: sorry, I'm sorry. Keep going. So annoying. So Stay on Stay on topic.
1: <laughs> so he wanted to go to Australia and basically I just got this job in the Irish Times. So I was like, this is an amazing opportunity. Like, oh, it was a good job. Yeah, it was a great job. Yeah. And I, and I was like, you know, going, oh, this is this is my dream job. And, you know, I can't leave now because I'll have to start all over again in Australia, which is like ridiculous because I've been in the Irish Times about two seconds. So like, yeah. it wasn't like I was established. But anyway... And basically, we just kept having this back and forth. He really wanted to go. I kind of was half saying I was going to go, but knew I wasn't. And then we were doing this long distance, like l- long distance in inverted commas, from Galway to Dublin. But it is long when you're young, and like you can't you have hang to get out every day. Basically,
0: it's not that. I mean, yeah. it's,
1: no, it's not that long. In America, it'd be like he lives around the corner. Oh yeah, of course. But like, and then when, when we did see each other for weekends, if we if we ever had an argument or disagreement, you'd feel like the whole weekend was ruined. Mm-hmm. So I found that aspect. Of it really hard. Yeah. And then we ended up breaking up over the phone, which, which I remember at the time felt like such an anticlimax. it was like, we've dated for three years. Broke up over the phone. Yeah. I think we, 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 we'd be like talking mutually. But I mean, I, yes, think, I yes, think the mutually.
0: thing is, I think the thing is, though, people need to understand what type of a dater you are, right? I mean this nicely, <laughs> the face on you. I mean this lovingly. So when you say it was hard, I would go over to his house and, you know, we couldn't just like your idea of a really great date is not everybody else's idea. I mean this nicely, quite genuinely. You're making faces and I'm. this isn't a criticism. I mean this quite nicely. Like, you know, even here, your first date with Brandon was... We went to a restaurant, went for lunch. Well, okay, like your totally second normal. date then. Sorry, your second date. No, our
1: second date, we went also went for dinner to
0: Junk Ditch and then we went for a walk
1: around town. You're obsessed with this idea that on our second date we watched Buffy and we fucking didn't. Okay, well then your third date. It wasn't n- our third date, it was our sixth it date. It was not
0: remotely your sixth date. 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 <laughs> but anyway, no, I, it, I I, don't know why you're taking this so badly. <laughs> okay, so we're supposed to be doing
1: my breakups
0: though. Yes. So let's get I'm on sorry, with it.
1: I was just saying we broke up on the phone which mm-hmm. felt like really anticlimactic but also we have been having these discussions about what we were going to do and where we were going to go and when, like whether we were going to kind of find a way to be together
0: mm-hmm.
1: and we kind of couldn't so we ended up just deciding and, and like once we had kind of had the conversation where we're like okay you you want to go and do this I don't want to go we're not going to be together it felt like well we're breaking up aren't we you know rather than going well let's talk about it next weekend which we both knew would have been a let's talk to break up yeah
0: but it sounds like you'd already been like all these talks were a lead in to breaking up if you know what I mean so you probably had were already like let's just get this over on the phone because we just can't talk in circles about it anymore right yeah so it sounds like you're probably I mean I, I don't remember you being devastated after I mean I remember you being very upset right and I remember you being very upset that he was leaving and because I think you were very good friends also. But like when I think about some of your breakups, I think you were more devastated in a kind of a dramatic movie way about some of the other ones that like were probably the least likable characters that you went out with. Because I mean you went out with some very nice people, and he was very nice, that one that we're talking about there.
2: No, like, I very, was, very nice. But I mean you also
0: went out with one that I think was was, you know, extremely dodge. And after not he wasn't a dodgy person, but like his whole setup and just I don't think he was very nice to you, right? So that annoyed Mm. me. And I remember I met him only once, this guy who you dated. I don't know, where did you meet him? Online. Oh, you met him online. And he had like, he had had a couple of kids, which, you know, obviously is fine. But I think he had more of a, I think he was pretty insecure about your success as he perceived it, right? And his own career, et cetera. And he was was a bit resentful of that. And it it came through in a couple of different ways. And I remember you talking to me about it and kind of going, oh, you know, he seems to be a little bit peeved about this. And he was very happy for you to... Kind of be fin- financially accountable to a lot of things. He, he was happy for me to pay for everything, but then he kind of needed to like put me down so that.
1: You know, or like he would talk about how ridiculous it was how much money I earned. Yeah, kind of thing. And like it wasn't like I wasn't earning six figures. Do you know what I mean? Like I was earning a really good because I think I was on a daily rate, so I was earning a really good wage at the
0: time. But I think he meant more, but like more like kind of incredulous, kind of in comparison yeah. to me, right? Like yeah, yeah. The yeah, fact yeah. that was, you're earning this when, like, yeah. I'm not earning. this. Yeah, and it was also
1: like, how can you be earning this like at your age with your level of experience? Like that's ridiculous. And you're with like, your good looks. But like, instead of being like, that's amazing. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah. And like being, but you happy know, what else, Beatrice? He told me, I remember the first or second time that we slept together, he told me that his ex-partner basically came through missionary every single time they had sex. And he, and he basically was like I, like, I don't really know what's wrong. Like, you know, my ex used to come during this. And he also told me that he did not like going down on women. He just really did not enjoy it. And he, he never, so he never, so, so I basically never came for a year and a half.
0: Rosemary, this is an extremely unsuitable part of this family-friendly podcast that I'm not Since sure I'm when okay is this with. A family-friendly, podcast, I don't know. We just all the time. I know, but that's extremely different. And right now, although I'm not allowed to say mom's name, I have to say it twice because she's going to be horrified by what you just announced. Well, I, I just, you know what you've probably already told her. I shouldn't I have even be absolutely shocked. Absolutely already. Told her. Oh my god! I can't. I even know you what even kind need of relationship. To know this. You, yeah, she's probably uh, she's probably like she never told me this.
1: <laughs> she's, she's done a like um, <laughs> eternal sunshine the spotless she mind. Exactly,
0: she's very selective memory she does yeah oh my god I hope I have a selective memory because I don't want to remember any of this either and oh, but I
1: just think that's like a, like an interesting and important part I of I a selfish a w- prick he was yeah but you could
0: say that in a, in another way like you know he just was not very yeah, just, I'm
1: not ashamed of no. having
0: dated somebody who that's was good. Who that's was,
2: good that's good that's good uh, cunnophobic <laughs> oh my god or would it be
0: a cunnilinguaphobe oh my god please Please, he was not a cunning linguist, is all you need to say. He was not. Right. He only spoke Oh, he spoke Irish too, didn't he? He was a he was a keen Irish speaker, I, don't, I remember. I was anyway. Anyway, and then I think you guys broke up on a trip for your birthday that you were paying for, oh is that God, correct? We had the You worst. treated yourselves, you treated it the two of the you to your Twenty first, was no,
1: wasn't it? No, it wasn't. It twenty fifth?
0: It was the twenty fifth or
1: twenty-sixth. Basically for Christmas I had bought him a weekend away for the two of us to Paris. On the weekend of my birthday Which was the first weekend in February Because I kind of was like It'll be nice we'll go away I mean it was kind of a present for myself But I was also like I think he had I think he'd never been So I was like Let's go to Paris together And It happened to be Some big rugby weekend So we basically went to Paris On the Friday On the Saturday he wanted to go And watch a rugby match So we did On the Sunday he wanted to go And watch another rugby match So we did In a pub like Yeah Eat it Yeah and then You not him Oh thanks and then <laughs> after the rugby match i was convinced that he would have planned somewhere to go for dinner you know that i was like it's my birthday he's going to have something planned You're such a cute optimistic person I know. Such and adult. he obviously didn't and then he was like we just go for dinner across the road here so we went to this pizza place and then over dinner he just continued to like talk down to me and to me and
0: no i remember there was something specific that he was no, telling me no, no, no. oh that's coming so, sorry yeah yes yeah, so this is that's coming, coming so. unlike you <laughs> always act like it was my fault. It's so weird.
1: It's so weird that you're not orgasming from this thing that I'm like not even trying. Orgasming? is that a thing? No wonder you weren't. You're were like I don't even know what that is. What is an orgasm? <laughs> <sighs> you're a gas woman. Anyway, uh so we were having dinner and he basically said to me at one point over dinner he was like, "You know what? You know what your problem is? You know when someone says, you know, what your problem oh, I is do. You're like this is oh, not I going do. well. Mm-hmm. You know what your problem is?" And he goes, "Uh you always think you're right, which is Completely accurate. I do always think I'm right. But like, Uh, so does everyone. Like, nobody says something thinking they're wrong.
0: Well, I don't know. No, I think you say things confidently. I don't but I mean. And and I'm open to discuss But I was going to say, I think you're very open to like the 50% of the time that you're not right. Like, it's just a very confident statement. No, right? I'd say 20%. No, but I mean, I think that's actually a very Irish thing. I talked to, um, because I had that same thing, you know, a while ago and I was talking to our aunt, who is a linguist. And I was saying to her, like, there's something... I've been told, I keep being told in America that I'm, I'm very like, um, overly emphatic. And she was like, that's very Irish. You know, we, we say things with a lot of kind of, oh. um, confidence, but also we don't have that upspeak, you know, in the end oh, of yeah, yeah. So like, we're also, our sentences. Like it's also, a statements. lot of it is the intonation is like, is how you speak as an Irish person. Maybe upspeak has become part, you know, more common now that it is kind of so prevalent. But, yeah. but I thought that was kind of interesting. So, but anyway, yeah, you do think you're right all the time. No, you don't. Sometimes. I know. I do most of the
1: time. So anyway, then we went back. Oh, yeah. Then I basically got really upset and was like, you know what? Like, fuck this. I've had enough. I stood up to storm out of the restaurant. Not storm, but like to to, to leave. Realised then that he had no money, so I had to pay. So I would storm over to the cash desk and pay before I could storm off and leave. So I don't know annoying. why I didn't just storm off and let him do it. Yeah, yeah, you should have totally. I know. Anyway, I went back to the hotel. We didn't speak to each other then. That night, went to bed, went to sleep. Woke up the next morning and he was acting like nothing was wrong. And in my head, I was just like, okay, I just need to get through the next six hours. We're going to get home. And then we're never going to see each other again. I was just like, I'm never, like, I never want to speak to this man ever again. So, oh no, actually, sorry. I wasn't at that point. At that point, I was like, we're going to make up. Things things are going to be fine and he'll love me again. Oh my God. So we... He was acting like nothing was wrong. And I was like, we, we, we're, we're, like, we're going to have to talk about this. Something's going on, but we just need to get home, right? So we got the horrible Ryanair bus out to the miles away Ryanair airport. And we went through security. And I remember going through security, his bag got, you know, and they take it over. there, it's just like, we're, we're just going to have to open this up, his carry on. And they opened it up and they took out a camera. And I went, since when do you have a camera? Because he had never taken a single photograph in front of me, mm-hmm. he had not produced this camera <laughs> the entire weekend in Paris, a city yeah. he had never been to yeah. before. Probably because he'd spend the whole time watching rugby in the fucking pub. There's so nothing to photograph. But I was literally like, "I've never seen." I was like, "Where'd you get the camera from?" And he went, "It's a fucking camera, Rosemary." For fuck's sake! Like and like really loud, right? Yeah. So I'm like really taken aback, really upset, mortified, like mortified. And so then I didn't speak to him at all after that until we got home. And we got, oh yeah, and we were meant to be, we were home at like lunchtime. We were meant to go to Avoca and meet mom and dad and a few of my friends for lunch because it was my birthday. Yeah. So when we got to the airport, we got outside and he went, well, um, I suppose uh, it's probably better if I don't come to lunch. And I went, yeah. And he went, "Um, I'll give you a call tomorrow. And I was like, no, don't bother. And he was like, what? And I was like, like, are you joking? This is over. And he was so taken aback. He was like, you just need to calm down. Like, you just need some time to calm down. I was like, I really don't. And I remember then, I think he called me. I basically was like, I don't want to speak to you. Like, I'm like, I'm not speaking to you. And he was like, can I call you next weekend? And I was like, uh, eventually going, fine. And then he called me the following weekend. And I was basically like, we're breaking. And he was really shocked. He was really like, I like oh, you know, I thought you were just going to calm down and come around. And I was like, no. Come around to what?
0: To like, not being... Treated very nicely. I don't know. Ridiculous. I honestly don't know. Ugh. And like, yeah.
1: I mean, I. I think. I think. I think the thing for me is that breakups are almost worse when I kind of come out of it, and I'm like, what? Like, what was I doing? And I feel like I've wasted so much time. And I also feel like it's because with the breakup from with my college boyfriend. I never had any regrets about that. But I was like, we had a really nice time together. We really cared about each other. You're a really good guy. Yeah. I actually emailed him a couple of weeks ago because I was writing a chapter of the book that I'm writing about dating and I was writing his chapter and I emailed him and I was like, I'm just writing about you and I was thinking about you and, you know, like, how are you getting on? And he's living in Australia now and he met a woman over there and they have kids and like, he seems to be really happy and having a great time and, um, it was just really nice. It was a really nice exchange. And yeah. so like, I like I never had any qualms about him. Whereas the other guy, I was just like, I was so upset because I was like, how could I not have realised he was a dick? And like, how could I have wasted all this time and also let myself be dragged down or, you know, like be what? kind of pushed down by him, if you know what I mean. Total creep. Do you remember he like
0: threatened me that one time I met him? No, I, I never remember that he threatened you. What did he say to you? I can't remember. I was in the sitting room and he turned around and I said... Oh no, it wasn't quite a threat But it was like So I, I'd i met him and I made some joke And he was he goes Really nice joke Way to belittle people and I was like He'd This know. guy is a knob But I was also so shocked Because I was supposed to be like Meeting him so we could all be mates You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Anyway, fine So I don't, you know I was trying to think Have I ever When you said it When you said that last sentence there About, you know He didn't make you feel Like undermined You know, that you felt like You wasted your time Because you felt so negative in the whole thing afterwards. You know, you didn't, like, you were, like, wondering why you let somebody belittle you or, I mean, I don't want to say oppress is the wrong word, but demean maybe, Mm. right? Just make you feel less than. And I don't think that I've necessarily gone out. Well, I mean, I have, but I don't think in that same way. But I have gone out with people that afterwards I've gone, what in God's name? Like, they may be very nice people, but, like, why in God's name? I knew from literally week one that I did not fancy them whatsoever. And yet I dated them for a good... Six months and never more so than when I was living in Italy. And I think I was not the Italian man's dream, right? Because it's like Dolce and Gabbana, you need to be wearing a very slinky little black. It's certainly in Milan at the time, which was when the early aughts and like a little black dress. And I was working at Marnie wearing extremely tent-like voluminous flowery things. Yes, mumus. I had... Practically my, clogs like Oh my god yeah Gorgeous looking clogs Loads of Handmade jewellery From Colombia Like I was You know I was living My best life But I was not Appealing necessarily To the village. You Mininis. weren't going For the sex appeal No route. and do you remember Then I got my Then I got my Then I got my my lip pierced then I shaved my hair into a mohawk then I had that pair of trousers with the straps all over them <laughs> oh I had them too parachute that, pants yes that I was sta- I, I went on a date with this guy who I met in a bar I mean I actually went I actually well this was a different this is a different guy but this guy this is a really bad story actually and we went out for quite a while and I really fancied him. He was really, really smart. He had like amazing English. He was obsessed with Oasis, right? Himself and his brother, they were, I mean, that wasn't necessarily the bonus point, but himself and his brother were obsessed with Oasis and they they considered themselves to be like the Italian Gallaghers. It was hilarious. And they knew every song. They were in a tribute band. I can't even, right? Anyway, I turned up for the first date at this. I, you wore your parachute pants? Yeah. I was, you know. I was being being me. I was living my truth, Rosemary. He rocks up anyway. And afterwards he goes, Beatrice, I was... Uh, I saw you come round corner and I have to tell you, I honestly considered turning the opposite direction and pretending i could not turn up i was like what in god's name right and i probably but now was,
1: you realize why
0: oh snow those pants beatrice so what so i was, saw somebody flapping around the corner Rosemary, this guy probably had like a pair of chinos oh, he probably pulled did. up un- right he probably up under his nipples one of those with an extremely belt. exactly with this extremely thin leopard print belt no doubt he did and a pair of clark's loafers, loafers. yes yeah. It was very it was very cute though he was very nice anyway we went out for ages and then he was he was in a, a drama group. He was actually hilarious. He was a very eclectic individual. And he was in this drama group, you know, like amateur theatrics. And there was a girl there that he definitely fancied and he was always talking about her and stuff, but like nothing was allegedly ever happening. And he would go off to the drama group and then go for drinks there and kind of, you know, not turn up to something we had scheduled. And I was, th- I was semi thinking something was up. But anyway, he broke up with me, right? But it, you know, never mentioned her, although he ended up dating her for like, afterwards so it wasn't a massive surprise but I remember he broke up with me on the road he's like Beatrice I don't think this is working he's like I think oh we should God. break up and I was like what I was like screaming down the road what do you mean I was walking about two feet behind him come back and tell me what you mean what you
2: mean this is over I'm like bawling crying I'm like what the hell was
1: wrong with me and
0: I just remember he was so mortified
2: Like, but how
1: did it
0: end did he just walk away from you no no I mean just so you know, like it was a pretty abandoned uh, Milanese street. Like this wasn't, you know, like. There's grafted no the defending this being on
1: the street. Like, <laughs> what do you mean, come back? What do you mean, crying? It doesn't matter how many like, people were on the I street. I was just
2: people. like, can we talk about this? Oh I need God. to understand why. I was. I kept going. We're so good together. Were you saying this so in English or Italian?
1: Who knows? It's probably I was English if he was, if, if, if he was in an Oasis tribute. Oh, thing.
0: so embarrassing. Hope to God it but wasn't then, Italian. But anyway, we stayed, we remained friends in his defence, right? We remained friends. Oh my God, he was obviously just trying to keep an eye on you. No, no, he wasn't, but thanks. But we remained friends anyway. And then I was up in his apartment one Saturday, like just having lunch. He was cooking. And I was, I cannot, I cannot like tell you how insane people are, right? So I was, I mean, I don't mean insane, but like how mad, you know, how unpredictable, unpredictable. And how unpredictable people are, because we were—he was cooking, and I was sitting down on you know in the kitchen chair, and we were chatting away. And this was all like behind us, and you know it was quite—we were we were friends. It was quite clear to both of us. I thought, anyway, he turns around with the pasta ladle in hand, right, and just lunged at me, lunged in for a massive snog, right, and I was like, so taken, Sorry, aback. nothing
1: to do with the pasta ladle. I was worried about what it was No, do no, with no, that. no, okay, no, good. nothing.
0: And then he was just like, I'm sorry, I just couldn't resist it. Like, it's just there's such chemistry between us. And I was so shocked. And I'm so happy for once in my life, actually so indignant, you know, at like the humiliation I'd been put through. And now this, like, actually, I still really fancy you. I was like, oh, my God, I gave him a massive shove right away from me. And, and I was then like, what, ate your pasta? No. And then I was like, don't Ever me again. I was like, we are friends. And you made this very clear we're friends. Then I stormed off home. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. But we were never really friends again after that. Surprise, surprise. But like, I was so outraged. It was such a classic, though. I don't actually want to date you, right? But I just want to have you there for the days when I find you attractive.
1: Judging by your fashion sense, I'd say that was rare days. Okay, nice.
0: I was outraged, though. But I mean, I was. I, I actually don't ever remember feeling so Annoyed, though you know what I mean. Genuinely, like I don't even—I wasn't even normally. I would have been so flattered, like because again, you know. Well, I was just thinking. I don't think I would ever have been anything but flattered at that. Oh my god, I was raging because I think there was obviously still like a—I was going to say—a fine thread of you know humiliation. No, no, probably a massive streak of like the memory of my humiliation, of my own personal self-inflicted humiliation, running down that street begging him to stay like what the hell is wrong with were me were you wearing the parachute pants then no would you get over these pants no but I just I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to envision no, it no just, just get over the pants no I only wore them once and then when he made it clear he never liked them I mean it wasn't like they got whipped out on a regular pardon the pun on a regular occasion but anyway yeah, I mean very embarrassing but slightly you know vindicating in the end but I mean not really just, just totally mortifying to this idea of like running down the street in Milan bawling my eyes out Begging him to like Not leave me What in God's name That was not my stomach That was the dog Daisy's bored by you Daisy's bored yeah Have you ever done anything That embarrassing Rosemary? No Never? No Oh that's good Good for you No I never have Um, I think that's it isn't
1: it? What? I was thinking how great it would be If I just refused to tell the bad story No you have to
0: tell I'm sure you've got multiple bad stories But tell this really bad one I don't have that many. I mean,
1: when I was younger, I used to pride myself on always being the one who did the breaking up. But that's such
0: a stupid thing to pride yourself I know, on. But I know. I'm sure so many people do. I I mean, I'm sure I they, like, they do. I've
1: never been dumped. Then I
0: got to about 25 and I was like, I'm always getting dumped, <laughs> <laughs> basically. And I was like, I'm always getting not dumped because nobody will ever go out with me in the first place. I was seeing this guy for
1: a couple of weeks. I mean... At the time I think I was like, This is a great romance. And then the further I get away from it, I'm like, it could literally have been a month. I think it was a little bit longer than that. But were you like, actually going out? Do you think you both thought you were going out? Or did you just think you were going out? I think I think he thought we were like I was this girl that he was like hanging out with and having a great time with. Because we used to go on like really fun dates and he was always really obsessed with going on fun dates. Like so, his term, fun dates. No, no. So he you know, so he'd kind of be like what can we do this weekend that's fun? So I was always trying oh. to find, even though obviously I just wanted to fucking stay in and watch TV, right? but I was always trying to find like, well, we could go to this like immersive theatre experience. But you did so enjoy it, to... didn't you? Yeah, yeah, it was fun. But like mostly because I was like, we're getting closer to him being my boyfriend. I'm, like reeling him in, <laughs> right. right? And the voice sounds like a troll. <laughs> we're getting closer to pulling him under the bridge, wrapping him in spider web and keeping him there forever. <laughs> anyway, we used to go, we went on a series of very exciting interactive uh, fun dates. dates yeah and I remember on on our last fateful well
0: well on our kind of our last fateful date when we were both thought that we were dating it's a bit though like you know when you're making me think it's a bit like entertaining the kids like when I first oh had kids living in Dallas and I was like what are we gonna do this weekend now we should bring them here I should bring them to the it Science was very Center I should and then we moved to Fort Wayne I was like there's nothing to do here with the kids and I was like yes <laughs> I don't have to pretend anymore. I'm like, open the back door, get out in the garden, play around, tell me when you're finished. Go out there for 30 minutes. It was actually very, like, it
1: was very stressful trying to come up with. And like, he was, I I think because I was working as a journalist at the time, so I got invited to a lot of free press events. And like, actually, he was very generous. So it wasn't necessarily the freebies, but I always kind of had the, the you know, like. You were
0: cool. Or I I got invited to cool things. Yeah. I think I started off. You were cool. Just like that picture with you of the banana specks. They were pineapples. Oh, right. It was amazing. I
1: never saw that picture. Anyway, <laughs> you digress. Oh, sorry, I digress. I used to get invited to cool things, and then basically, I, I was like, "Oh my god, I have to keep up the cool things." So I'd always be trying to find cool, like fun things to do. And on our last fun date, basically, I remember we went to this theater thing, and then afterwards we were sitting in the pub, and something happened where I slagged him about something, or like he stumbled over his words or something. And and I went, "Oh, are you having are you having trouble getting the words out?" And he went, "Oh yeah, I just get nervous when I'm around people I really fancy, right?" And I was like. <laughs> so talking about me and then was he talking about somebody else well beatrice i don't know because then 10 minutes later we're out in the street i'm like so whose house are we going back to kind of thing like where? and he went he went you know um i don't think we should he he basically said i like i really want to keep hanging out together i'm having such a great time with you but i just don't think i want to keep going to these free fun events yeah, I want you to keep bringing me to fun events, but I don't want to snog you or shag you afterwards, basically. And this isn't going anywhere, right? Oh, sorry. Beatrice, this is obviously the podcast I've decided sorry. I can talk about sex and you're having serious like Catholic nunnery in the corner where you're like, well, between this and the tunnelingus. we're going to have to take a lot out of this episode. <laughs> Jesus, Ted. Jesus, there's a lot in this now. Get a grip. Anyway, he basically was like, like, I still want to keep seeing you, but not seeing you like that. Yeah, and I was basically like, I like to keep my options open. And I was basically like, oh, you don't mean it. And like, I remember distinctly had like my hand on the collar of his shirt and another hand like on his side. And was like <laughs> basically pressing myself up against him, trying to kiss him and being like, just let me come home with you. And in my defense, I was a bit pissed. I love this. But it was
2: also, you're, so so you're so cruel. You're like, so cruel. It's just so Such a tragic story. So and I just kept going
1: like... Oh no 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 no! You don't mean it. like <laughs> you, just like let listen. Let's let's just let me come home with you. We'll like talk about this tomorrow. Let's talk about this tomorrow. Oh my god! Well, in fairness, to you he had just said like I'm sorry, getting my lips. I back. know he had just he said just He gets nervous said. around people. He fancied. I was like I was so confused. Like, He literally just said you fancied me, and he he was. Oh yeah, I think he also said he 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 just didn't have because he just set up his own business. so. I think he was like using the whole you know i just really don't have the the mental capacity to for like romance and dating at And you were, the same like, time you were like hey i
0: can type really well I and know. i can I set up like,
1: stamps.com for you i can help you i can be your secretary. i can help you i can help take the stress i'm really good I can at help making you relieve tea. your stress give you a back row oh my god stop so anyway he basically bundled me I, like i remember being bundled into a taxi and like shoved away and I remember, I think I called him about five times on the way home. So oh my God. Yeah, I, I remember getting home and I called him again and again and again. And then I fell asleep like with my phone basically right next to my head. <laughs> it's like, you know when you have one of those night sleep where you're waiting
2: to wake up to like... You had the phone right on the pillow beside you in a small t-shirt and a pair of trousers laid <laughs> <lay down> out. <underneath. laughs>
1: anyway the next morning and to be, to be fair he was very dignified and he, he texted me and he was like hey sorry I fell asleep the minute I got in
0: <laughs> like he's like I put my phone into a sound. it's like I threw my phone
1: in the living <laughs> I'm just out of the phone so i Had to go and buy a new one because <laughs> I rang him literally two minutes after I left him so there's no way like you know what I mean huh. so anyway then you I continued been... to take him on fun dates what Yeah, I told you this. I I don't remember this part. Because he was like, I still
0: want to be friends. And you were like, what this really means is, he's just stressed right now.
1: He still really fancies me. Yeah, like, he really fancies me. I need to support him (laughs) through this difficult time and keep taking him on fun. So I kept taking him on fun dates. So we went on several more fun dates. And then one night we went on a very fun date. We both got absolutely trolleyed. Right. And at this stage, I was perfectly happy for us to be friends. Like... Ish. I was kind of biding my time, but I was also like, (laughs) we are friends. (laughs) Like like the (laughs) Demogorgon in Stranger (laughs) Things. I'm actually imagining like like Mr. Burns tapping my fingers together. Mm. I'm totally cool with this. Then, so we went to this event, got absolutely hammered. And afterwards, we were standing on the keys and I got in a taxi and he literally just got in after me. And I was like, "Where, where are you going? And he was like, to your house. And I remember the taxi ride home to my house and the feeling of absolute elation that I was like finally my waiting has paid off it didn't even take that long he's like, seen amazing. the light yeah and oh my god because it gets worse <laughs> we got home we got home and I basically kept trying to rip his clothes off he kept trying to he, he kept telling me to slow down so embarrassing <laughs> i was obviously like i've been starved of your body for weeks now <laughs> like I'm so real. I, I really need you I lo- like i'm so mad about you so he kept telling me to slow down and then i said i'm just she's overeating I got too <laughs> <laughs> basically once we began to embrace come together, embrace yes. When oh, when two became oh, one, like oh, this, <laughs> I never want to see these finger gestures again. <laughs> I'm sorry, just steepling oh, my fingers. I wasn't doing the weird finger gesture. Oh, no, I was just no, no, steepling no. my fingers She's steepling her fingers. was anyway, anyway,
0: an uncontracting and contracting oh, stop, them. It's stop, extremely revolting. Stop it! So
1: anyway, we're steepling two become one. Come a little bit closer, baby, <sighs> etc. And I said, now look we could have been doing this all along (laughs) and I still remember the look of like fear in his eyes like and I think I knew then as well that he immediately was like oh no I thought maybe we could just like drunkenly have sex every now and again whereas I was
2: like love and marriage love and marriage oh my god and then basically what happened
0: well I mean did he have the decency to just leave right there or no oh no so fear in his eyes, he pre- he proceeded nonetheless. There was a momentary fear in his eyes and then okay. he obviously got over that. A temporary, mild fear.
1: Oh my God. And then I think he stayed over and then the next morning, like, kissed me on the cheek, went home and then basically was like, you know, I think last night was a mistake. We should just stay friends. And I think we kept kind of being friends for a while, like, going on fun dates for a while after that again still. But I had given oh. up hope. Oh, this is the other thing. So we did stay friends because we kept going on kind of fun dates, like, with like, like less and less frequently. And then after about six months, I remember one day we went for lunch and I was like, can I just ask you something? Oh God, the whole thing makes me want to die. And, <laughs> and I said, can I just ask you something? Whatever happened back then? Like, what was that all about? Because I remember he'd given it the whole like, like, because I obviously had asked him before and he was like, you know, I've set up this new business and I'm really stressed and it's, you know, it's like really, really difficult and I just don't have have time for this. Like, I don't have kind of... The emotional time for a relationship as well Or for anything starting And like I really like you And know, I don't want to mess you around But I really need to focus on my business And I remember then About like six months or a year afterwards Going What did really happen? And he said I just realised that I didn't really fancy you
0: And like As if I couldn't have figured that out myself
1: But I was literally so convinced That there was a bigger reason But I mean and in, in just fairness I just want to go
0: back to that same sentence I stumble around my words whenever I'm with somebody I really really fancy. fancy. Like, maybe it would have been helpful if he had not uttered that fateful sentence. We could have saved you from... He obviously just had that in his, like, charm arsenal. Exactly. And he was like, it was a perfect time to use that line that I love. In his charm arsenal. Like, yeah, he could have, (laughs) he could have potentially saved you and himself a lot of confusion. To be honest, Beatrice, I'm not sure the omission of that sentence would have in
1: any way dampened my ardour. On that night, I get you.
0: But like, it's weird, though, isn't it? When you think about right, if you're with, you would think that if you're with somebody who doesn't who, with who you don't fancy, that they'd get it, right? But I mean, I think about the amount of people I've gone out with who I am literally like after about the first week, I actually do not fancy this person now. How do I, A, break up with them without hurting their feelings? B, should I break up with them because maybe they are the one and I'm just in a bad mood this week? Mm. C, what if I never meet anybody, you know, and what if I'm making a mistake and what if this is the right thing and I've invested? It's that whole psychology of, you know, what's it called? There is a whole term around it, like you've put in so much effort and money that in business, like you've put in so much money into it that people find it hard to Cut their losses and move on, you know, and in, in relationships, it's like I've put in so much time that it's hard to cut my losses and move on because I've already invested three years. Like I should really just spend yeah. another month fixing this and then it'll be three years in a month of a really good relationship, you know, and yeah, yeah. And in business, it's like the whole idea is like you'd it's it's more cost efficient to lose a million dollars like to cut off the million dollars versus to then keep trying good money after a million trying yes. to make it back yeah yeah, yeah there's know a whole you term mean. I'll look it up afterwards but just like everything else I'll look it up afterwards <laughs> put it in I, the show notes but I actually remember now the whole point before I got into the embarrassment of me screaming on the Milanese street was <laughs> I went out with this other guy who was my flatmate's friends and I met him at the Lido which was the swimming pool in Milan where we went with her and he was wearing his teeny weeny speedos. You met a man
1: at a swimming pool? I never knew this.
0: Yeah, no I mean he was her friend she was no, meeting no, him no, but at like the swimming pool. Like my whole point is that feels mythical to me like that anybody would ever meet somebody at a swimming pool and then start dating them. Oh no no, we didn't immediately start dating. He didn't he he absolutely zero fancied me. He fancied her so badly. And mm. he came over to our house then multiple times like trying to chatter up. And I mean I'd like to point out that I mean he was a very very nice guy but I wasn't exactly attracted to him, right? But I think I became attracted to the idea of here's a guy who could potentially fancy me because in Milan like I said they were few and far between and I was like I must I must get a boyfriend you know it's like this I had to have a job now now I need a bo- now I need my boyfriend mm. and I'm in Milan I better have my r- romantic you know Milanese moment. And he came over loads of time and he used to stay in her room and all this. I mean I'm such an idiot right like obviously something was going on but like she always claimed that nothing was going on. And then he and I started like he asked me out and I we went out for a couple of drinks and we had a nice time blah 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 it was grand. We had nothing really in common, and he was mad into the Buddhism, right? Even though he was not remotely a Buddhist, like he was obsessed with Buddhism per se. But he didn't behave. He didn't. He didn't embody these values in any way himself, you know. And he was also obsessed with opening a tanning salon, which is absolutely not right. What I would be interested in, like again, that's fine, Doesn't and you can do very what you Buddhist want. Either well, I mean, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I'm okay. sure you can be a Buddhist talon, talon, That's not even a word. Salon owner. I mean, <laughs> don't know, right? But. He was just very obsessed with like the body beautiful, is what I mean. Like the gym, you know, the the tan. He kept telling me I was very white and I should go to the tanning salon. And I was like, no, I'm fine, thanks. And I oh, remember, so
1: sorry, you don't really tan. Excuse me. You, like you don't really tan, like like the way I don't think you, I don't think if you went and did sunbeds, you wouldn't get like really dark brown.
0: Excuse me, I would get extremely bronzed. You'd get extremely freckly. Excuse me. Eventually, they joined together to be one large okay. bronzed patch. Carry on. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, so we're going out and I... It was It was very odd, like we used to go to go out to his house in, I can't remember, we lived like miles away and he would never drive me home, he'd always like leave me to the train, which always annoyed me. I'd be like, it's literally a 30 minute drive for you to drive me home and it's an hour and a half for me to get the train. I mean, why did I not just go, can you drive me home, yeah. right? Because I feel like anybody else would just have said, drive me home. And I was always like, so cool, totally fine, getting the train. Like, I wasn't, right?
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, Just so annoying. Anyway, and I mean, we just didn't really have very much in common and I don't know, but like we went out for... I don't know about six months and anyway and at my birthday he came over to my party and obviously he was invited and he brought this bag that said like what's some underwear like I think it was a La Perla or whatever on the bag right and I was so mortified like I socked it on the back of the couch I was like this is so embarrassing why is he bringing me sexy undies in front of like 30 other people and then when he left and anyway, I, w- I went in I was like oh my god what did he bring me and I was kind of like equally equally, you know, delighted and repulsed by this whole gift and opened and I went inside was like an Argyle Fair Isle sweater. And I actually <laughs> nearly, and it was tiny. Like he obviously had bought it for some tiny niece. It were no more went near me than the man on the moon. And then of course I was like, who was he buying the sexy underwear for? Cause it wasn't me. Right. So I was like, where did this bag come from? I don't know. Why did I not ask him? And anyway, then at one point, What is it with Italian men trying to ram you into two small clothes? Oh, actually, good point. And then I don't even know what happened. But then later on, like later on in our relationship, you know, we were in bed, like asleep one night. And then the flatmate comes in, his friend, she comes in crying and he's like, oh, I have to go into her for a while. And he just disappeared off into her bedroom and never came back. Right. I mean, obviously, I mean, am I actually thick? Yes. Like, what were they doing? Did I break up with them? No. He's like, um, I just had to go in and get, like, comfort her. She just had to talk about her boyfriend. She's going through a bad breakup. I was like, oh, that's fine. Creepy and weird, right? Anyway. Then we go home for the Christmas holidays and he was having all these family problems and stuff. So, I mean... I didn't want to break up with him, yet yeah, because he was having all these problems with his family and his, his brother was unwell, etc. So I didn't want to break up with him. Then I was at home and then I get this phone call. I am arriving into Dublin airport today to surprise you. And I was horrified. Right? I remember. Absolutely horrified because I was planning to go back in the year and break up with him. And then there he was. And of course, just like we said earlier on, like ever the Pleaser, I then felt obliged to bring him... Sightseeing for the entire Christmas holidays, which of course anybody in Ireland knows is nothing open, right? Because this is Ireland, okay? And it's freezing and And it's it's freezing, yeah. And he was, of course, Oh, what are we doing? We have been in your house now for three days. And I'm like, I'm home to see my parents, you know. But he wants to be like, brought around to see things.
1: How long was? How long did he come for?
0: He came for like, I don't know, 10 days, a week oh, or 10 too days. Long. Oh, yeah, and he's like, we will invite your family and friends over, your cousins. And like, we always have, you know, a dinner or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, great. Bring everybody up. They can meet him. It's fine. And he's like, I have brought an Italian specialty and he produces this vacuum-packed pig's trotter from the suitcase. And I couldn't <laughs> believe it. And he then goes and proceeds to cook it and the whole family came up and they all very politely kind of pushed the pig's trotter around on their plate. Like it was not, it was, you know, not my idea I was just like what the hell anyway and because he's Buddhist and he was like he started getting upset. And he's like, he's a pretty bad temper. He was at the time a pretty bad tempered and Maybe some of it was also that he was going through this whole brother thing. But I remember that one of the reasons I was actually going to break up with him was because he'd thrown a total tantrum when he got a, a speeding ticket or a parking ticket on his car. And when we got it, we left a bar, we went out and his, he had a parking ticket on his car and he proceeded to like abuse me over this parking ticket. And I was like, that's it, we're breaking up. Like, don't talk to me like that kind of thing. And so there was a bit of a, you know, like a volatile, volatility mm. here. Anyway, so then he was like, well, are you going to bring me to a Buddhist temple? And I'm like, we're in Ireland, right? It's Christmas. Like, there's no Buddhist temple. And he's like, well, I need to go. I need to go. And, you know, whatever. I don't even know. Like, go and, you know. Pray, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, whatever, right? do my Buddhist thing. So I look it all up and there's like a Buddhist thing down in Kilkenny. So I, the Buddhist centre. So I call up the centre and I get this recorded message. Thank you very much for calling. Unfortunately, due to the fact that it's Christmas, the Buddhist centre is closed until <laughs> January 10th or whatever. And I'm telling him this and he was like incredulous. What? Like what? It's closed? Why would the Buddhist temple be closed? Not because it's Ireland, you know? So then we agreed that we would drive up to Belfast I would bring him up to Belfast. Because we went to Dublin, nothing was open. He was not impressed. So I was like, okay, I'll bring him up to Belfast for the day. So we go up to Belfast. Of course, nothing's open. We drive up. He complains the whole way there. We get, oh, the other thing was that when I brought him into Dublin city centre, he was obsessed with getting an Irish whiskey. And everywhere we went, so Irish again. Sorry, we've got no cream. Or sorry, we've got no um, cloves for the lemons. Not everybody's that country in Dublin now. Okay, no. But like, okay. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, we've got no cloves. Okay, sorry. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Hold on sorry, we've got no cloves. Okay, no, sorry. <laughs> okay, no, okay, sorry, we've got no cloves. Whatever, right? So we go up to Belfast. I'm not even gonna try and do a Northern Ireland accent. Oh my god, do. No, I can't. Try. Well, I can't even remember. I sound like Brad Pitt. In um Snatch. No. The other one. Not Gangs without. in New York? No. No. Oh. The one with Harrison Ford, uh, in the name of the father. No, 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 no. The devil's own. I'm not don't going remember. back. Oh my god, I don't think that's, I've seen that. Oh well that's his accent anyway. I'm not going back. Isn't he in the IRA or something? Anyway, so up we go and he, oh yeah, so he hadn't gotten a single um, Irish whiskey and he was like outraged by this. So we go up to the Northern Ireland, We're, we're like in Belfast, we're driving around. We go into a bar, great, we sit in these hideous like devil's Lucifer style if anybody's watched that TV show on Netflix I enjoyed it a lot and his house is is very much like this bar was. He owns this. He owns a like nightclub, right? So you can imagine it's it's very decadent, and this bar was all like tall, plush, high backed, you know, armchairs. Terrible. It sounds like with crushed back to velvet. Oh yeah, very like that. Anyway, and your man is a, the boyfriend is sitting in the chair opposite me, and I he's like I'd like a hot whiskey, and of course I'm up at the bar asking for the hot whiskey. know, do you have one? Oh, sorry, we don't have any. Um, we don't have any cream. Would you not have just been like, will you lob some Baileys in on top of a whiskey? Put some cinnamon and cloves and heat it up in the microwave and let me give it to him? No, I wouldn't. At this point, I was like doing the bare minimum. I was raging. All I wanted to do was punch sure. him the whole time. So I'm like, okay, bring it back down. He's complaining. I can't even believe this. We're all the way up here in Belfast. Not even an Irish whiskey to be seen. I was actually like, I was murderous. I was ready to actually kill him. But instead, what do I do? I drove him back down home. But no, not before. And we were sitting in the high back chairs back chairs. And we're drinking these whiskeys And I was like I couldn't even drink a whiskey Because I was driving So I was like having a coffee Going you fucking Like arsehole Am I the mug? You're the mug I was the mug I was absolutely the mug I was like what the hell You're, you're like complaining Over the fact that you're having This delicious drink While I'm drinking Nescafe Listening to you Hating you I didn't even want you here Like But only I mean, It could have gone You know it could have been A great week But it wasn't Anyway And then he looks at me And he goes Beatrice Turn your head to the left so I turned my head. He's like, turn your head to the right. I turn. He's like, when we get back to your house, I have styling products can share with you. Back of your hair, very flat. Curls not looking good. And I was like, that's it. That's it. I was like, that's literally it. I do not need hairstyling tips or product from my boyfriend. It's over. Did you say that to him then? No, I didn't. Oh. I said, thanks a lot. Got in the car. Drove down to Dublin. Then he decided he wanted Indian food and it needed to be brought into the city centre and he needed a takeaway and what was wrong with Ireland. So we drove around until we found a takeaway. Now, in hindsight, what's wrong with me, right? I am the mug. I should have just been like, sorry, I'll bring you home and I'll see if we have any carrots and I'll make you up a carrot doll," right? Or whatever, right? <laughs> gross. Well, who cares? Yeah, I've got point. some rice, you can have yeah. some dal, right? No, eventually, bring him home. Didn't even... Break up with him when I got home. Brought him, brought went back to Italy. I think like, continued to go out with him. Then had a party, cheated on him. And then felt so guilty, stayed with him for another two months. And then eventually broke up with him like the whole thing fizzled out. But like, can't even, I mean, that's the one I look back and I go like, and no offence to him, he's actually a very nice person. But like, why did I go out with him? I never fancied him. So that breakup, anyway, I broke up with him and he kept, oh, oh no, I totally forgot about this. Oh, yeah. So when I actually was breaking up with him, I started avoiding him in true, like, really grown up fashion. I started avoiding him and making up lies about where I was going. and like. But you were young at this point, weren't you? You were in your early 20s. Yeah, but like, not this young. Like No, not, but I mean, you weren't thir- like... No, you- I was like 20. I feel, like, maybe, I feel like three, maybe twenty-three, twenty-four in their
1: twenties feels like their twenties is is totally adult. Whereas now, I feel like I was very young in my twenties.
0: I mean, I was young, but I also
1: knew this was bad behavior. So ah, like, yeah, but like you were still a, you were like a little coward.
0: Yes, Your I was work. a little coward. Yeah. But I remember anyway. So I started avoiding him, right? And I'd go out with my girlfriends, and I'd be like, here, if anybody calls, like, if anybody, if he calls, like, you know, tell him that we're out here, or like, I'd say, oh, I'd love to hang out with you. I would say, but I have to stay late at work or whatever. And really, I'd be out in the local bar, you know, having a great time with the girlfriends. I remember I got home one night. I got home to my apartment, which was eight flights up, no lift. And I got home and under the door, there were these photographs of me and Julie, with whom I lived at the time, in our kitchen. And I absolutely lost the plot. Like I thought I became obsessed with the idea that there was a stalker out on the balcony taking photos of us through the kitchen window. I was so beyond freaked. Right. I literally I was I was like, Julie, I need to call the police. Should I call the police? The two of us were like crying over the kitchen table. Right. (laughs) The next day I get this phone call from the boyfriend. Did you get those photographs I left you under your door? He's like, I thought you were work. I thought you were going to be at home tonight, like doing whatever. So I dropped by just to give you these photographs. Now let me tell you, I'll actually we can post them. They were the worst photos ever. These were not photos that somebody urgently needed to give to you at eleven o'clock at night on a Tuesday night. He was obviously he was checking up you. on me. Oh, a million percent. But also, like, I was so relieved. And then I looked at the photos again. And I'm like, oh yeah, obviously these were actually taken from the door frame. I don't know why I thought they were taken from the balcony, which was only accessible from the
1: eight story high roof. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> idiot.
2: The two of us crying like, "Oh my God, we've got a stalker!"
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, anyway, broke up with him after that. I was like, "How dare you not trust me?" <laughs> oh, really? Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've
1: ever. I mean, oh. I broke up with my my school boyfriend several times, but I don't think like. Broke up with him And then got back with him Or then broke like broke up with him And then saw he was fancying someone else So like immediately Wanted to get back with him But I don't think I've ever actually li- Like lied to someone or You basically gaslit him What?
0: You no that him. only went on for about a week That like that, You were that, avoiding him Yeah my avoidance oh, okay, only okay, only okay. went on for about a week Also I'd like to say to anybody listening out there In, the, in an attempt to be extremely transparent to my kids I've You know, I once made the mistake of telling Nash, who's nine, like once recently, when we were watching a TV show and somebody cheated on somebody else. And Nash was like, that is the worst thing ever. That is. And I was like, Nash, you know, when you're a grown up, it's shades of gray. I was like, I once cheated on somebody. Ultimate mistake. Like, he now thinks this is like, every time somebody talks about cheating, Nash is like, you did that, mom. You broke somebody's heart. You cheated. You're a bad person, mom. Like, I think I was very naively thinking Nash was old enough to like, you know, um, He's nine. Process this. Yeah, He's but I mean, and understand that like it really wasn't serious. I was like, oh, it's this person I wasn't really very serious with. And like, I, I know I shouldn't have done it, but it was just one time. And obviously I'm like, uh, we, we, you know, I just kissed somebody else. And Nash is like literally now feeling so sorry for his dad to be married to me. To this whore. To this harlot. Yeah, exactly. I've never cheated on anyone, but I've been cheated on. But So have you. Thanks for pointing that out. Yeah, no, I didn't no, know well, it at the time though. Oh yeah, yeah but like you, you mentioned it literally. Yeah, but not I didn't, I didn't know it though. I suspect I have to say I did suspect it though I suspected it multiple times With multiple different people And I suspect They were all accurate And I actually wonder If when you suspected Is it true I didn't
1: suspect any of it At any of the time Like the guy that I dated Who was cheating on me With the girl who worked In the square I just w- was
0: like oh, Why do you never you were Want very to go to the then. square oh, Yeah yeah I was very young But like then young. you were like 14
1: But like time we went to the cinema He wanted to go into town I was like Why can't we just go to the square What it's age so were you near. there
0: though I was 16 yeah, but I mean, also, like, somebody not going, wanting to go to the square is actually understandable. So, like, how are you yeah, supposed to think- he always went with his mates. So I was like, oh. why do
1: you never want to go to the square with me? And now I knew it was because your one worked in the square. Ugh. So he just didn't want to see her. He didn't want to, you know what I mean? Didn't want to be with me when when Aww, she was there.
0: Poor you. Mm-hmm. So embarrassing to be cheated on. And then on. I remember another
1: time I got cheated on. I got cheated on. Well, another time an ex of mine cheated, like, like had a drunken cheating moment. And I just remember the moment of when when he told me I was sitting in my pyjamas watching... Muse- watching music videos on YouTube and eating like <laughs> Sorry. tortilla chips or something and I remember he
0: walked and he was and you like, like I kissed
1: someone and you went why? and I was literally like let me get changed you know like let me get changed no no I didn't say that I just burst like, crying but like Aww. I think like I just felt like such a slob and I was like of course you did you know I'm, oh. I'm like there tortilla chip on its way to my mouth YouTube on like like minute 57 I'm like oh
2: oh oh you did
0: poor you but I mean you weren't even invited out that night were you? No, so I mean, you couldn't have done anything, you couldn't have been there, you couldn't have done anything different even if you were, but I mean, I also, like, what I mean is you shouldn't have felt bad about what you're wearing or who you were like. I also think that if somebody's going to cheat on you, they're going to cheat on you. Like, you know, I I think it's nothing to do, like, this, you certainly can't, I mean, what I'm trying to say is that sentence that I, I said there was actually a joke. It's like, I don't think, you certainly can't expect to be around somebody the whole time to prevent them cheating on you. And I've seen people behave oh, no. like that too, you know, who won't go, who won't let their other half go anywhere because... You know they they like being together so much, you know, Maria. Yeah, exactly. But really yeah, yeah. it's because they don't trust them to be out by themselves and like can you imagine that's not a relationship. That's not a you know, a sustainable.
1: No, plan I mean either. Yeah, like I don't think it was I think it was just more that I was like I think I was going through a kind of a difficult time at the time anyway and I hadn't been I mean, surprised I surprise, hadn't really been doing much um and I probably had been in my pajamas a lot of the time. <laughs> And so what? There are some cute pajamas out there. Yeah, no, I know, but I think I was just like, "Oh no wonder you're like dating me, who's like really boring, mostly depressed, and kind of a slob." Of course, you cheated on me. You know what I mean? What
0: was like? What advice would you have for anyone? Go well. Look,
1: we have to. We have to. Advice. Advise.
0: I'm like, why are you asking me for advice? I have zero advice. No, I got just cheated mean, like, on multiple times. No, no, no. I don't mean about cheating. I mean oh. about breakups. Oh, so like because like I did a
1: Q and A on Instagram a week ago or so just it's in my instagram highlights did if you'd you? like to watch it back and somebody asked me did i have any advice on coming with a breakup and i was literally like no like cry if you want to cry eat whatever you want to eat yeah like fresh air helps drink lots of water because i feel like crying is very dehydrating oh i mean like talk to your friends
0: uh try not to text them basically well, I think you took it all. You took it all there. I mean, I what? can't think of anything. I mean, I, I feel more like it's like, give yourself a bit of time to think about it, you know, because yeah. I feel like we're all so quick to try and solve things and like, mm. you know, and just like talk through them. No, no, more like if, you, if you're not, if you're not accepting of the breakup, you want to talk about it. You want to meet up and you want to understand why and you want to convince them that they were wrong, right? And like, you can't. You can't convince somebody of something that they don't want. No. You know, and I feel like we all think that if we could just get in the room, if we could just... You know, share our side of the story. At the end of the day, somebody wants to be with you; they do. And if they don't, you can't make them. Like there's zero making them. People can stay with you for all the wrong reasons, but ultimately, you want them to stay with you because they want to be with you, right? Yeah. Sounds like super simplistic.
1: No, but it's but it's true. I mean, I think I remember like like one of my one of the breakups that I found the most difficult, or the most like I just didn't want it to be happening. I remember thinking to myself there's nothing I can do about this. Like, mm-hmm. there's literally, I can't, you know, I can't give myself a makeover and win him back. I can't, you know, prove to him this. I can't, you know, become the person I think he wants because that's, that's in my head as well. You know what I mean? And I found kind of a freedom in being like, I literally cannot do anything. I'm completely powerless. And like, that might sound like a bad thing, but for me, it was actually like, okay. No, I think I it's I think it's an that. acceptance, right? Yeah. It's
0: accepting that... But like, it's not just in breakups, like in relationships, in friendships, in work, wherever, Mm. you know. In any variable where you have another person. Yeah, we often are told, you know, if you could be more collaborative, if you could be more open-minded, if you could let them speak first and express their emotions. But at the end of the day, you can do lots of things and you could make the relationship better. But in lots of ways, people have their own agendas. And if their agenda is not to be with you, you cannot. You will never manage to convince them and you will just make yourself... Miserable, Yeah.
1: Or like, I remember somebody saying to me as well, when I was basically going, will I call him or will I text him or like whatever it was? I think mm-hmm. it was my friend Claire was like, no, because then you'll never know if he would have called or texted you.
0: Yeah, but like, is that ultimately what it's all about? I don't know. I mean, I feel like if you want to text him and you want to call him, you should go ahead because you're going to find out what he thinks then. At least you won't be spent spending all your time wondering. I don't think a call or a text... Is going to make or break the relationship. I personally don't. No. I mean, but I also don't know. It's not like I. I mean, I would. Here's my advice: don't follow them down the road screaming and crying. It didn't work, right? <laughs> it didn't work for me. Probably won't work for you, unless they're extremely flattered by that kind of extremely embarrassing. Oh, I would like to point out as well: middle of the day behavior. <laughs> yeah, middle of the day. Oh my god! Fully at least mine was behavior. like
1: one a.m. two a.m. Oh no no no! Mine was
0: fully dark. Lit. Lit. Fully lit. Although mine was on Suffolk
1: Street, like one of the busiest, (laughs) like right outside the International Bar. Oh, God. So embarrassing. Oh, excellent. You know, though, another piece of advice, when I, when me and my college boyfriend broke up that time, I remember for about, probably about a month, I would wake up every morning and just burst out crying. Like, you know, you have that moment where you wake up and you're like, oh, another day. And then you're like, oh, I remember. Like, I'm so And I'd have this moment where it would hit me and I'd burst out crying. And I remember I used to go to a spin class in City West almost every single morning because it was taught by Dave from California, who I found very intimidating and I never wanted to cry in front of him. Oh, <laughs> So I would literally go and like squeeze and like
0: try and squeeze my eyes through the spin class to not cry. But actually it was quite helpful. But see, it doesn't matter because even if you're crying, you'd probably be like, she's, you just roll red. She's cr- no, she's crying because like she's so unfit. So I would have been, I'd be great oh at that.
1: He used to come around in the middle of the spin class and turn your, your knob up. How no do way to you say always
0: have There's no, no other other say phrases? He would Here, I have one. I have, I, have a good ad- I have some good advice. I have some good advice. Go on. I think here's something you could do to make yourself feel better, right? From a relationship that is unsalvageable or in my own case, the person you're going to end up marrying, right? So right before I got pregnant with Nash, who my first, my first born. And so nine years ago, 10 years ago, I went on a holiday with Julie. We went to Hawaii and we had a great time. And on that holiday, we were like... We we enjoyed ourselves so much in our single lives so much that we were like, let's go, let's go back to New York and like break up with our boyfriends. Like, let's break up with them. Like, it's really (laughs) we're having such a much better time. Like, boys are not worth it. Like, let's just go back and be be single. Yeah, let's just hang out together and like (laughs) what what is this all about, right? Anyway, got back to New York. Obviously, broke up with nobody, ended up getting pregnant, like delighted. Ten years later, here we all are. Life's great, right? So, made the mistake of telling that jokingly to Nash a couple of years ago. I said, Well, you know, I said, your, your dad's lucky I'm still with him. And, you know, I said, I said right before you were born, Nash, I said, I was about to break up with him, right? Thought no more of it, like laughed, joked. Why would you oh, do no, this no. To oh, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Laughed, joked. We all laughed. Come back about, not come back, like revisit the conversation with Nash about a year later. And I go, do you remember I told you that I was going to break up with dad? He goes, no. Dad said he was going to break up with you. And I go, what do you mean? He goes, apparently, it, like, I I don't know whether Don is running into them in their sleep and whispering in their ears or is just because he's at home with them during the day repeats this story. Don has now co-opted my story and my past and they're all convinced that lucky Beatrice got stayed with, right? Because Don was... Really considering, he was ready to break up with me, but I came back from this Hawaii holiday and begged him tan. to get, begged beg with a tan, <laughs> with a large freckle, and begged him to stay with me. And luckily for them, you know, I, you I were was successful. He bestowed his presence, his like, his his company upon me, and we're all together. So hang on. The moral of the story is: the moral of the story is your reality is anything you want it to be. Live so, your truth. Yes, Rosemary, live your truth as you'd love this. So live Years your truth. Years later. Mm-hmm. Just rework, just it slightly to your the advantage. The whole point is, whatever happened in the past is whatever you want. So to So I happened. wasn't in my PJs watching YouTube. No. he was. Oh yes, he what came a loser. back. He came back from a night out. Put on his PJs. His, no, he came back from a night out with his PJs on. Oh my gosh! Yes, yeah, and you were so horrified that you and me and Glam. Yeah, you were so horrified in your Rosie Murphy esque ensemble that you said, "I can't be with you anymore." And that was that. And that was that. Oh my God, thank God I got rid of that loser. That's what you're going to tell your future children. The same way that mom tells us that she tried to give you back in the hospital, nobody would take you.
1: <laughs> she tells me this all the time. They took one look at me and they said, That's another fiver, by the way. They took one look at me and they said, Take her back, we don't want her. Why?
0: What was wrong with them? Did tell me that all the time? I think they thought it was going to toughen us up, but instead it made us like incre- incredibly weak shells incredibly of humans. T-
1: touchy and sensitive. Yeah. I've yeah. nearly cried about four times in this episode
2: already. <laughs> it's all their fault. <laughs>
1: Thank you so much for listening to Not Without My Sister. We hope you got some great tips on how to be broken up with in a dignified manner. (laughs) And just how many phone calls is acceptable to make to a man who tells you he no longer wants to date you. (laughs) Um, The answer is seven.
2: (laughs) Teen. (laughs) So I was 17 17
1: and you know what as well that was in the phase of my life when cleverly in my drunken state whenever I came out from a night out I would, I would erase my call and message history so I couldn't know the next morning how embarrassing for yourself yes <sighs> So, my when I woke God. up the next morning, I didn't even know how many times I called him. I'd say it was loads.
0: Oh, my God. So, I I'd just like to know. I was still know,
1: calling him when I was peeing. Like, I came home, I was sitting in the toilet. I was calling. I'd like
0: to know if you are the individual that Rosemary phone stalked that evening. Please let us know how many phone calls she did make, just out of interest. He doesn't know. He fell asleep immediately when he got up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed this or if you enjoyed any of the other episodes, but not this one, please recommend. <laughs> to a friend that <laughs> they not like this one Recommend to at least Three friends please. Oh yeah that'd be That'd be You're fat. being very conservative Oh yeah and please also Write us a review In your spare time Because <laughs> so we know This and, is all you have and, to do
1: And please also Pen us an email not oh. without
0: my sis At gmail.com Any subject topics Would be welcome We're very Subject topics Subject topics Okay Topic
1: recommendations Okay any to- recommendations.
0: Okay. okay yes We're looking for Recommendations for episodes Please let us know Anything you'd like to hear us Talk about Although obviously Not cunnilingus Because Beers doesn't like That being mentioned God you can follow sage. us on Instagram
1: at Rosemary McCabe with an AMI Mac. Beatrice is at Beatrice McCabe with an a and her Mac. The podcast is at Not Without My Sister, notwithoutmysis.com. And you will get us on Friday for a mini-sode and next Tuesday for a full episode, right here, wherever you're listening to this.
2: Guess it's true, I'm not good at a one-night stand. <laughs> the accent. But I still need love because I'm just a man. These nights never seem to go to plan I don't want you to leave Will you hold my hand?
0: Oh won't
2: you stay with me Cause you're all I need This ain't love, it's clear to see But darling Stay with me. Why am I so emotional? This is not a good look, gain some self-control. Deep down I know this never works. But you can lay with me so it doesn't hurt. Oh, won't you? Stay with me Cause you're
0: all I
2: need This ain't love, it's clear to see Oh, won't you stay with me Oh, won't you stay with me because you're all I need. This ain't love, it's clear to see. But darling, stay with me. Bye. Bye.
1: Not Without My Sister is produced by Liam Garrity. Original music and sound by Don Kirkland, and original illustration by Lindsay Nielsen.
0: Not Without My Sister is a member of The Warren, the home of great Irish podcasts, as is my podcast, Meet Your Maker. You'll find more great shows at thewarren.ie.